The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's nothing more annoying than podcast ads, right? If you want to listen to your favorite Saints podcast, the Saints Happy Hour podcast ad-free, become a patron today and never have to listen to dumb ads ever again. As a $10 patron, you also get our booze bundle as a welcome gift to the Saints Happy Hour community. It includes a forever Drew Cup, a crew detasem cup, a Saints Happy Hour beer koozie, and a Saints Happy Hour shot glass. Sign up today at saintshappyhour.com. That's saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. Oh, that's the breaking news siren. Well, the Saints had breaking news today, Andrew, and for the first time all summer, it's actually good breaking news, which is nice. The Saints today announced their 2020 Hall Hall of Fame inductees, and it is Jari Evans, Roman Harper, and the uh, media, Joe Giardelli, I'm mispronouncing that uh, award name, I apologize, but um, Marco, Marco Garcia, the longtime Spanish announcer for the Saints, he is getting honored as well. The Saints are one of the pioneering teams of having a Spanish broadcast. They've had that thing for nearly 40 years. Now everybody has it, and it's widespread. But uh, Garcia is one of the pioneers of doing that, so that's really cool. Um, Andrew, we are the 2006, the entire class, except for Mike Haas, is going to get in the Saints Hall of Fame, which is just <laughs> – it's just amazing. Yeah, I can't. Well, I can't say much about the Mexican broadcaster. Um, you know, I don't speak Spanish. I've never listened to the a Saints call in Spanish. So, um, I mean, it seems pretty cool. Seems like he's been doing it for a really long time and um, very deserving. So, congrats to him. But uh, so, yeah, I can only really speak in terms of my Saints knowledge and being a Saints fan about the players in this case. Um, but uh, first of all, Jari Evans, man just so obvious first ballot guy i think you can make the argument that he's a top five all-time saint you know i think I, we, we've oh, discussed sure. this on this on this podcast before but you know the top four to me seems very obvious it's drew Brees, yep. it's ricky jackson it's willie rofe it's morton anderson like that yep. to me is the top four unquestioned and then and then the big question has always been like who is the fifth best saint all time and if you can you could go any of the Dome Patrol guys, you could go Colston, yeah. you could go Deuce, you could go a lot of different ways. But I personally think Jari Evans 
at least right now, has the strongest argument for number five. Oh, completely. I think Jari Evans has a – he's not going to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame because the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the bar to he get might. in for guards and punters is just ridiculous. I think he might eventually. He might. It's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long haul for him. He's gonna have yeah. to politic. He, He's gonna have thing, to shake some hands. The thing that uh, is in his favor is that he won a Super Bowl and they they value winning. Yeah, they do. You know, so I I believe unquestionably right now he's the fifth best saint ever. I mean you. I think he's above Ricky Jackson. He's not not Ricky Jackson. Pat Swilling. He's above Sam Mills. Mm-hmm. He's above Vaughn Johnson. Michael Thomas. He may eventually have a case, but not now. Um, Jari Evans was – and the thing about Jari Evans was – and I just watched Sean Payton talk about Roman Harper and Jari Evans on um, – he did a live stream on Twitter. He was talking about how, you know, sometimes you draft a guy from a small school and you're like, oh, how is he going to make the adjustment? Is it going to take him time? And Sean Payton was like, we had the first, like, practice against the Texans and it was like, boom. He – just got it immediately like yeah he's gonna be fine he's gonna be amazing um and the, the my favorite thing about Jari Evans is look he was great for the Saints for a long time Andrew but my, my, probably my most favorite thing was in 2016 when the Saints they didn't draft a guard and guard was a fucking disaster going into the year the Saints had released Jari Evans in the offseason, they brought him back like the Wednesday before the first game and just plugged him right back in. And miraculously, he stayed healthy for 16 games. And the Saints, he counted twice against their cap because they cut him and he had dead money and they were paying him to bring him back. That's probably like my favorite Jari Evans thing uh, about like his whole career. I just find I just found that hysterical. Yeah, for sure, man. It's uh, I, I the way it ended, it was almost like um, it was nice to see. I don't know that it's wrong. I don't know that you can say he was wrong, but it's always it's always kind of uncomfortable when these heroes of the Saints and Pierre Thomas, you know, he left and went, I think, to the Redskins or 49ers. And you know, there, there, there's a litany of others where, you know, it's probably time to eject. And like you can make the argument with Colson. They probably hung on to him too long. They paid him too much money at the end there. But you want the storybook ending. You want them to retire a saint. But when it's clear that the player wants to keep playing, but he's hurting the team, you know, it's kind of like, you know, and so then you let him go and it just doesn't feel good. And that so anyway, I I was kind of glad it just I thought that was really unique that season, how he was kind of done. He goes to Seattle. He doesn't make the team. He gets cut. And the Saints are so bad at that position that they're like, hey, let's bring Jari back. He agrees to come back. And then he starts and ends up playing well. So, like, just the way that all played out was pretty nice. Um, But obviously, he was no longer at his peak level at that point. I mean, Um, yeah. But 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 when you look at him, when he was at his best, man, like, all I can say is that, like Willie Rofe, like Teron Armstead, like Ramchick, Jari Evans, at his highest level, was one of the more dominant Saints players I've ever seen he's in the, my life. He's one, of the, he's one of the few Saints players where his peak, you can be like, 
He's the best. He was the best guard in football from 2009 to 2013. He was the best guard in football. And the only guard that was close to him, really, was Knicks. You yeah. know? No, totally. And, you know, the thing it, the, the thing that's hard is, like, offensive linemen are hard to grade. I think you, with the naked eye, if you're a casual football fan, you can watch a receiver make plays. You can watch a running back make cuts. You can watch a quarterback make throws. And it's, it's pretty easy for us to figure out if a guy's any good or not. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. You know, mo the casual football fan can watch a game and quickly identify how well a player played, either just by his stats or what kind of plays he was making in a game. Offensive line, it's harder. But I would say Jari Evans, and you know, obviously I graded a lot of his games. Uh, a lot of times it was very easy for me, and I yep. think you know, a lot of casual fans, if you just watched him at, at his peak, you just see how badly he's destroying the guy in front of him in the trenches, play after play, and it only gets worse as the game progresses because as these defensive tackles are getting tired and they're getting winded, you know, he starts to get the upper hand and he's just manhandling him even more. You watch some of that tape and you're just like, holy shit, Jari Evans is killing this guy. And he was so – a guy that big and that thick, he was so nimble. Like he could do all those things at guard that the Saints demand of their offensive linemen to pull, to screen, to do all that. And Jari Evans was this gigantic – like usually – if a if a guard or somebody can be that nimble, they're not as big as him, and he's just he's just big and strong. And I get you know he's just one of those small school guys. Teams didn't pick him high because he was from a small school, but my God, he was he was fantastic flawless, and flawless technique too. Yeah, and the thing about him is he was one of those guys where he literally was. A Pro Bowl player, practice one. It's just, it, it, it was just, in, it was just incredible, you know. And, and yeah. the thing with the Saints is he was so freaking durable. He started every game for the Saints from 2006 to 2000. 
through 2012. Never missed a start, you know. And with the Saints, he didn't. He he still the only season he played less than 16, less than 14 games was 2015 when he started 11. And the Saints obviously they cut him, and they were trying to move on. They couldn't find anybody. They brought him back. And 2016 he started 16 games again. So he was just one of those guys where he was at an elite level. He had elite availability, which adds to it. And, you know, you can't say he's better than Rolf because Rolf was was a Hall of Famer. Uh, But, man, if Jari Evans could ever get into Canton, I think you could maybe start to make the case he's better than Rolf just because his longevity with the Saints. Yeah, I mean, Rolf – the thing with Rolf is he's probably the best – he might be. He might have an argument for the best offensive tackle of all time. He's in that conversation, and he, and being a left tackle is there's just more yeah. I think value prized on that placed on that position than a guard. Uh, I, I would not say that Jari Evans is a top five guard in NFL history. You know, so I think that's where Rofe probably trumps him. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, you know, uh, half of Rofe's career was being the best tackle in the league for the chiefs, you know, so he, <laughs> he, he played for half his career for another team, but yeah. yeah, I mean, bottom line, like first ballot saints hall of famer, no questions asked. Like, I, I mean, I seriously, I, there's not one person that could scratch their head over this. The most obvious call ever. Yeah. So obvious. We'll get back to the show in just a second. There is no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. You need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devote gamblers to check out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline AG on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. The other guy on this list, to me, is he had a little bit more of a checkered, controversial career with the Saints. I think when you look at Roman Harper, he's made Pro Bowls. He had that one year where he had seven and a half sacks. I mean, the Saints were blitzing him constantly, and he was really good at it. 2011, uh, he led the Saints. He was the, yeah. the leading sack guy. Tremendous leader. Tremendous leader. Tremendously physical. Um, a critical part to the defense that was successful under the Greg Williams regime. Um, help the team win a Super Bowl. So, you know, what's not to like? I mean, great guy off the field. Um, embodies in this Sean Payton era, I think, what mm-hmm. has been when you talk about the locker room and the character and the leadership. I mean, he embodies that as much as any of these guys, Will Smith, uh, Jonathan Vilma. I mean, he, he's right up there with all of them, I think, in terms of those intangibles. On the field, I mean, I think there was just the one thing. I mean, he was very physical, very good against the run. Um, he was not great in coverage, and I think that's where a lot of Saints fans may be soured on him. And so I, I think the coaching staff thinks very highly of him. I think his teammates think very highly of him. The fan base, I think Roman Harper, for the most part, 
is well liked in the here and now, but when he was playing, I feel like it was a little bit more checkered. Well, it, the thing about Roman Harper was they drafted him out of Alabama in the second round, which he was a very high second round pick. Remember, in 2006, the Saints, the second, the the, the number two pick was 30, 34, right? So that's a right. really high second round pick. So he started immediately. He started immediately. He got hurt after five games his rookie year, but. He started a ton of games with the Saints, but the thing about Roman Harper was when they drafted him out of Alabama, it was it was like super physical, can make plays near the line of scrimmage, can pressure the quarterback, struggles in coverage, and he was exactly what his scouting report said. And I remember when they drafted him, Mel Kuyper was like, I like him, but I think He's at his ceiling, and he's what he's going to be. And that was fine. Like, he was exactly what the Saints expected when they drafted him. And I I think fans always focused on what he couldn't do, right? And you think of the San Francisco game in 2011 where Vernon Davis roasted the Saints, where is if Roman Harper just would have had one or two signature playoff moments we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, 
propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And everything else was the same. People would love him unconditionally, right? But instead, his, the love yeah. for Roman Harper is we always talk, oh, he couldn't t- cover a tight end. You know, what I'm saying, Andrew, is if imagine if Roman Harper in the San Francisco game, if, if he had made the sack on Alex Smith that won the game, or in a, on another playoff game, he had made the sack, the sack strip fumble that helped them win a playoff game. I think our the fans' general perception of him would be tremendously different, and we wouldn't focus on his flaws so much. Um, yeah. But I was always a Roman well, Harper I mean, fan. Funny. Like, I said on like Twitter, someone like Marcus Williams, who's so good at coverage, uh, <laughs> but he has that one play, and he kind of gets labeled for that one play. You know, he, yeah. he's kind of the opposite because he's great in coverage, and sometimes he can struggle with his tackling. You know, so it's like, and Saints fans hate him too sometimes. <laughs> so I, I feel like you got to decide which which side of the fence you're on here. Do you want a safety that's going to tackle and be physical, or do you want a, a ball hog playmaker? You know, you can't have. A lot of safeties aren't both. So, uh, but but here's the thing: I think Roman Harper played in an era where you could still light up a guy over the middle, at least a little bit. Not not like the Sean Lumpkin days or the Tabucky Jones yeah. days, but but you you could still, as a safety, deliver remember me shots that made made guys second guess coming over the middle. And say what you will about you know his coverage abilities, and certainly as he got older and a little slower that got exposed a little bit more. Uh, but he was definitely one of those guys that made you second guess coming over the middle. And, and so look. You, the psychological effect that that has and the, you know, the intimidator factor that that has uh, can't be discounted because that's one thing that Roman Harper gives your football team and coaches love that shit. You know, and the thing is, say what you want about Roman Harper. He went to Carolina after leaving the Saints he started for that Super Bowl team for they Carolina in 2015, you know, in 2015. Uh started all 16 games at strong safety. So even though he was limited, he was still good. And I, one of my proudest moments on Twitter is uh Irish quarterback pamphleteer guy just was going off on Roman Harper saying how he's a worthless player. He never he never gave any value to the Saints at all. And I just threw a bunch of stats at him and he blocked me. And it was one of my proudest Twitter moments in that, uh, look, I understand, we all understand Roman Harper's flaw, but he was a great saint. He was fun. He had a lot of sacks. And, Andrew, let's not forget, the man in his 20s had a completely gray head of hair, which was just magnificent. Yeah. (laughs) 
I can't believe we went this deep into talking about Roman Harper without mentioning his his uh, premature graying of his head. Um, yeah, that, that was always kind of a notable characteristic of him. But I'm with you. I, I think so often we're so focused on the perfect player, the guy that can do everything. But there's always been room in the league for guys that do certain things well, you know, or, or not just not the perfect player. I mean, that's football. And like, what well, I mean, are we going to shit on Zach Streif because he was six, seven and he didn't move like, you know, uh, he didn't move like a receiver because he was playing right tackle or, or are we going to remember the moments where he was durable, played for a really long time, played at a high level? I mean, you could go up and down the list. I mean, there's so many saints where, and, and I, I believe that, coverage probably gets criticized for, for whatever reason, like fans roast DBs more than anything. And if you're a DB, if you're anything short of awesome, fans usually hate you. And like, at the end of your careers, they will hate you fan. because when yeah, you get like, old, you will I mean, get it's roasted. One thing if you're Jason David or Brandon Browner, like clearly those guys are terrible, but like, I just think back to guys like Toy Cook, Fred Thomas. Yes, they had bad moments. But to me, those guys always got it way worse than they deserved. Toy Cook had some big moments for the Saints. Fred Thomas was a really good player for a while with the Saints, you know? And so, yeah. yes, uh, you know, they, they had some bad moments too. And I just think Roman Harper was so good at so many things. And Saints fans are foolish for overlooking it based on one aspect of his game, which maybe wasn't elite. Yeah. And before we get out of here, uh, I want to mention that, my God, Andrew, the 20, the 2006 draft, because we know, look, Zach Streif, he's getting in to the Saints Hall. Yeah, oh yeah. He's getting in as a player. He just is. Every freaking pick of the 2006 draft, except the receiver, Mike Haas, is going to be in the Saints Hall of Fame. That is fucking mind-blowing. It you really is. You know what is. the funniest thing about that is, Ralph? If you read that list of names on that list, I remember that offseason. I remember that training camp. And Mike Haas, obviously everyone was thrilled with Reggie Bush and was most excited about him. I mean, there's no denying the Reggie Bush took New Orleans by storm and the interest, the number of jerseys purchased and just the buzz around the NOLA metro area and it just, just Saints, the Houdat Nation in general. Reggie Bush set it all ablaze because the, everyone was enamored with him. But if you ask me coming into training camp, which guy of all of these guys were people excited about as a draft pick? Mike Haas. Totally. Was was, was way, got way more talk in the chat rooms back then. I was on the nola.com Saints forums, and it was all Mike Haas this, Mike Haas that. No one was talking about Jari Evans or Streif or, Colston, or Roman or Harper, Harper None or Colston. Nope, they were all talking about Mike Haas. And he's he's the one guy who never made. He's he's not in the Saints Hall of Fame. Um, he didn't even make the team. He's the one guy that didn't make I know. the team. We'll get back to the show in just a second. There is no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, 
NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. You need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devote gamblers to check out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnlineAG on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. It's just, it's just, uh, wait, you know what? I got to look at this. Uh, I got to look at the Saints. Um, I and it just goes to show, don't trust, when, when your instincts as a Saints fan tell you that you should be riding the hype train for this receiver that makes one catch in practice, <laughs> Emmanuel Butler, Adrian Arrington, Andy Tanner. I, I could name so many names here. Oh, we forgot. We forgot about. Um, we forgot. There was one. No, we forgot. We forgot a bunch of guys, Andrew. I knew it. I was. I. I knew it. Rob Ninkovich and yeah. Josh Lay. We forgot. We forgot that. Oh, Josh Lay was in that class too. Well, Ninkovich was a good player, not for the Saints, but yeah. that was a good. Pick. So it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, Josh, it's not the. It's not the entire draft class. Almost. Yeah. Jo- um, Josh Lay was was a non-factor also but uh, again i think my cost ended up not amounting to anything in fact colston was the other receiver in the class and he was way better but it just goes to show saints fans resist the urge to hype up the udfa or low draft pick receiver until they actually do something yeah the only the only um the only saints draft class well the only draft class that comp well no 86 you got Dombrowski you got Hilliard you got Mays and you got Pat Swilling so 1986 comes close um and maybe let me look up here real quick maybe 1981 because 1981 you had Ricky Jackson Frank Warren Mm -hmm. um Hobie Brenner and maybe one one more guy that I'm blanking on. Um, so, I mean, but it's rare. I mean, you're talking about in the 50-plus years of the Saints, you're talking about a draft class that's going to have four or five Hall of Fame guys for the Saints Hall of Fame. Um, and the fun thing now with the Saints Hall of Fame, Andrew, is now that we're in the golden, the Sean Payton era has lasted so long, he's still the fucking coach talking about guys getting inducted. Like, that's pretty remarkable because, you know, Jim Mora, you know, he wasn't the coach of the Saints and having his players getting inducted. That's how long the Sean Payton era has lasted, which is just remarkable. And I don't, I don't think we take – we need to take a moment to reflect on that. Totally. Yeah, it's just crazy, the, the longevity. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I just think at this point he's he's been there so long that – you know, we just barely even know anything else. You know, I mean, there there is a large percentage of fans that listen to this show that have literally never known any other coach for the Saints. So, anyway, it's our job to do things like the Jim Moore bracket to keep you guys uh, knowledgeable about the coaches that used to exist on the Saints. I mean, it's not inconceivable that. If taste if 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 the Saints can pull off the transition from Breeze to either Taysom Hill or Winston or whoever, if they can pull off the transition at quarterback, 
to either be an average or above average quarterback, it's not unheard of, and it's probably likely Sean Payton's going to be the coach of the Saints for 20 years. Like, that's, oh, yeah. you know, um, I mean, all he needs to do is get to 2026. You know? And look, he's going to coach this year. He's going to coach at least 2021 and 2022. And if Taysom Hill is good, 2026, he'll get there. So that's just um, remarkable. Uh, but guys, this was a free podcast. You heard at the beginning of the show, but I want to tell you again, become a $10 patron. You get access to the podcast ad-free. You get the booze bundle, which includes the Crew to Taysom Cup, the for Forever Drew Cup, the Saints Happy Hour Koozie, and the custom-made Saints Happy Hour Shot Glass. We're shipping out those all in August. You get the booze bundle. It'll get you ready for Saints football. Consider doing it. And you get access to our Discord channel, which is the best, funnest Saints community anywhere on the Internet. Become a, become a patron of the Saints Happy Hour. Join us. We are going to have the most fun in 2020 of any Saints podcast community. I guarantee you of that. So it was fun doing breaking news. The Saints giving us Hall of Fame inductions in the end of June to give us content. So we appreciate it. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Uh, we will see you again tomorrow. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.